Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Health Coach Lou, and you're listening to the Smart Talk Podcast. You're going to hear specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and right-on-time health and wellness conversations. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome, and thank you for listening to the Smart Talk podcast. I got a great guest talking with me today. We got uh, Clifford Stark in the building, a transformational coach, um, past UFC fighter. So I'm definitely going to ask him, you know, how he go from UFC, punching people in the face, to motivational speaker <laughs> and, and changing lives. So, you know, Clifford. Thank you for uh, being on the podcast, brother. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Great, man. So, you know, like I just said, I really want to kind of understand, you know, where, how'd you get to where you are? Can you just kind of give us a little bit of a, a background of, you know, where you started and what got you to make that pivot into becoming uh, a transformational uh, coach? Yeah, so when I was younger, I I was five years old at the time, and I saw death very, very young. You know, my grandfather, we went to my grandfather's funeral, and I got to see what that looked like, and it terrified me. Like, one of the scariest things that I've ever felt. And what it reminded me was that that was going to happen to me one day. Like, one day, I'm, mm. I'm not going to be here. And so that's when I took it upon myself to really live as much life as I could and go just show up, you know, show up, be present, be in the moment and just enjoy it. It kind of scared my mom because I was very insightful <laughs> for being a young kid. But uh, yeah, that's, that's something I, I kind of always had. And I, I am constantly learning. I'm, I'm very curious about life. And I show up as the best that I can, and I ask people to do the same for themselves in their life. Awesome. So, so where was that? Where was that change from? You know, because it looks like you got your degree in, you know, you know, exercise science. You know, mm -hmm. how, where did that? It sounds like that was kind of a track you you were going on. You know, the the health more of a health and wellness track. What got you into, you know, uh, you to, to fighting, you know, into, into mixed martial arts? So, yeah, uh, when I when I graduated or before I even got into ASU, I was also chunky. I was a little chunky kid. You know, other kids would make fun of me and I ended up getting the weight off and putting it together. And so I wanted mm. other people to experience what it felt like to put it all together and get healthy. And as I got healthy, I started getting into sports too. So I was a wrestler, a football player, a track and field athlete. I actually was a state champion in the shot put and a state champion in wrestling. And when I went to ASU, I continued to wrestle there and I did very well there. Not at first, of course, I got tossed around like a kid, but I got better, <laughs> just like everybody <laughs> right. they practiced long enough. And I ended up putting that together, uh, graduated, got into personal training specifically, and I just, 
missed competition. And so I said, you know what? Let me try this fighting thing out and see if I'm any good at it. Turned out you're pretty good at it. Yeah, I happen to be really good at it. It was funny because the coach that I had, um, I told him I wanted to be in the UFC in a year. And he was giving me this look like I was a nut. Like that that just doesn't happen that way. And so I I go, coach, I get it. I understand it, but I got to try. And I ended up making it in in 10 months. Wow. Yeah. Ten months. I mean, and UFC is no joke. From a lot of my friends who are really into, you know, mixed martial arts into the UFC, they're they're constantly saying, "Man, like everybody knows the UFC is the top of the top. Like if you're UFC, that you, they're you're there for a reason." But that doesn't happen overnight. Like there are there are steps and stages. So to get there, and we were kind of talking about this earlier, Clifford, that mindset. I'm sure your mindset was locked in on that. Absolutely. Yeah. When you're, when you're focused on getting somewhere and you have clarity and what you're trying to get to, then it's just about putting the reps in and putting those reps in that you don't always want to put in and you put them in because you are clear and focused on why you're doing it and what you're doing it for. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we, we, we had the journey, um, through UFC, now you you made that transition into being a transformational coach, transforming lives. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me, you know what what got you into this kind of a coaching practice, and and you know what what does what in your words what does a transformational coach do for a client? So a transformational coach essentially gives the person the story they need to hear, ask the right questions that really get the the client thinking in a different way, changing their perspective, changing their lens, and making them see possibilities and not only see them, but act on those possibilities. Uh, The transition from from personal trainer to fighter to transformational coach, they're all pieces of who Clifford Starks is. So I've taken I've taken all of my life lessons and I've boxed them up and I continue to live to this day. You know, so looking looking backwards at my journey, I was always a form of a transformational coach as a personal trainer because I've learned so I took so many golden nuggets. From that process, you know, you're taking people who are 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight and not believing they can do it and trying, you know, they're really trying. They're trying the diets. They're trying the weight loss programs. And sometimes it's just a little switch in perspective that they needed that really gets them to lose that weight and say, I can't believe I was able to pull that off. Like, yeah, you can have everything you want your health, your wealth, your relationships, you can have it all. And we sometimes get challenged into believing that we can't. Right. And, and because you know, the, the, the old saying, you know, life kind of beats you down. You know, you know what I mean? That, that, that old saying, and what you're saying is life doesn't have to beat you down. 
looking outside Absolutely. of your situation, it's always great to have somebody that's not directly in your situation. That's why I, I heard a quote. This is not a quote of mine, but I always heard this quote of coaches need coaches too. And you know, when you're 100%. when you're in the thick of something, um, it's hard to see the the light when you're in it. But when someone's outside saying, "Hey, man, actually, you can you can do this this certain way and change change your life as far as I don't know weight loss or you know reducing your chronic disease or improving your business, you know, just looking at it a different way." It's like an aha moment. It's always been there, but it just took that one person to hear you out, be actively, actively listening to what you're saying, and then hear what you're saying. Like, hey, man, how about you just switch this way of thinking and do it this way? And that changes your mindset to really believing in yourself. 100%. And so there's there's one thing that I follow, and it's you want it's like a rule of thirds. A third of the people you want to hang around who have, who are already where you want to be. And then another third, you want them to be right where you're at. And then another third, you want them to be trying to get to where you're at. Because if you can go through that process, being a teacher is just as good as being a learner. It goes hand in hand. So you tighten up what you're doing and everyone wins in that process. Absolutely. That that's one thing Clifford that, that I, um, I wonder about a lot. I I never heard it broken down that way, but you know, you always hear, you know, if you want to change your life, change your environment or the people you're around, but you know, for, for some people and, and I'm, and I am being the, I'm I'm pretending to be your client right now, right? You're telling me to change my environment, change, you know, who I'm around. That's easier said than done sometimes. You know, wh- what would you say to somebody who, you know, doesn't know where to start? Like they 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 want to change the people they're around. They just don't know what to do. So it's the scariest thing in the world, and I completely get that. Um first off, I I remind people I got all the love and respect for them. And I know that everyone's in different places and different pathways. But I remind people, one of the hardest things to do is take responsibility and say, mm-hmm. the steps that I've taken, the actions that I've taken, I'm in the, I did this to myself some way, somehow. It's not to say that you did everything, but it is to say, let's start looking within. Let's start taking the responsibility we, we need to take so that we can get ourselves out of this thing. Right. It's almost that perspective of a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. Which yeah. which one are you going to stick with? And I'm assuming a lot of the a lot of the people that you are trying to work with or have worked with, um, you're trying to take them from that fixed mindset to a growth mindset. What what is your what is your strategy? You know, how do you how do you go about doing that? I know it's probably different for each individual person, but you know, what what do you what is your structure? How how do you try to take someone from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset? It really starts with reminding them to dream again. To say if you could have it the way you wanted it to, what would that look like? What would that feel like? What would that sound like? And giving them like, and 
It just like make it limitless. So when they do come up with, for instance, I'll give you a perfect example. One person might say, if I could just lose 25 pounds. And they're like, oh, is that all you want to lose? Like, you don't want to lose 35 or 45? Like, well, yeah, I mean, losing 50 pounds would be amazing. And get them back to that amazing. Get them back to it's possible. And that's how it starts. You just, you'll see, yeah, you'll see a shine in their eyes when they see that it's possible again. Right, right. People think too small sometimes. It it almost, in, in my opinion, it's almost like a defense mechanism. Like they know. And when you, when you ask that question, you know, how much, what's your goal weight? You know, what, what, how much weight do you want to lose? They're like, uh, you know, 10 pounds. Well, in their mind, they're like, man, I wish I could, I could lose 50. Yeah. But they know, they know if they put that out in the atmosphere. You're going to hold them accountable to that. And if, you know, there's, there's going to be bumps in the road. So that saying that, that 10 seems safer. Absolutely. But it may not satisfy them. And, in the future. Cause yeah. I, I've seen that. I think people say, you don't want to lose 10 pounds. They lose 10 pounds and they're like, Oh cool. Like they're not, they're not satisfied. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so getting Very them out true. of that mindset is, is, is important, is important. Um, and you know, I really want to talk about mindset with you. Cause I think, you know, just, just from talking to you a little bit, I have the past couple of weeks, um, I know, I know this is something that, that you really focus on and that you're, you're, re- you're really strong at, especially with, with your background and having to really be a self, a self motivator of, of yourself. Um, you know, tell me, you know, how do you, um, how do you keep your, yourself motivated? You know, especially with everything going on with uh, COVID-19, what are some of the things that you do to keep yourself motivated and, and to stay positive and, and to keep going? So that's actually one of the principles I, I focus on. It's principle number four, and it's called have faith, you know, and not just faith, but unshakable faith. And the problem with faith sometimes is people only practice it when they need it most. And I think faith is something Mm. that's important to practice on a regular basis. So every day you get up, it's the faith to be your best, to do your best, to have gratitude, to love life. And loving life is to love the, the good times and the easy times and to love those challenges too. Because you get to show how bright you can shine when things are dark and, and people wouldn't blame you for not shining. And so I, I thrive on every moment of life because that's what it is. It gives me the opportunity to do so. You know, I've been practicing for this. Right. So it sounds like not only do you have to have a strong, positive mindset and be practicing that mindset, you also have to be consistent in doing it, not just during the time where it's convenient to you. Yeah, it's... If, cause we're both dads, right? And yep. if we were just good dads, when our kids were behaving, then that's not a very good dad. That's easy to do. Like being a good dad, right. being a leader, <laughs> being a role model, you know, when they're, when they're acting fools, you know, loving them, no matter what, being there for them and 
being able to discipline them, but discipline them in a correct leadership type fashion. Because we're bigger than them. We could bully them if we wanted to, but that's not being not, not only a good dad. I'm talking about like being a great dad. Like I don't, I don't live in a world of good enough. There was a book I read from good to great. And it says good's the enemy to great. It's like, what do you want to be in your life? Do you want to just be good enough or do you want to be great? Right, right. Like, I've never said to myself, you know, I'm I'm willing to be okay. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thriving to be okay. I'm okay. Absolutely. That's, that's, yeah. Cool. That that's awesome. Um, just to kind of keep you know talk about you know I want to get back on you as you know uh, what you're doing now as a transformational coach because I do mm-hmm. think it it is so important not just for someone who's trying trying to um, improve their their life through diet and nutrition or through their health as you know the kind of people that I work with as a health coach but just someone just trying to um, Man, improve their improve their work life, uh, improve their work life balance. You know, w- you know what would you say to somebody who just who's coming to you and they're like, "Hey, um, I'm struggling to be at work and then not bring my work home," or you know that that kind of that stress management type of you know client. What? How would you? What do you, do you have? Do you ever have you ever had that type of client? And you know what is what is some of your um, advice for someone who's just trying to just balance their life right now. So one thing I will say is there's no specific formula for work-life balance. I think we get caught up in this world of if I spend 50% of my time here and then I spend 50% of my time here, it's, it's asking yourself the question, what is it that you want? What I will say is an empowered person wants the best for themselves and everyone in their life. So if we can get them into an empowered state and then get really specific on what the perfect life would look like for them, then we start reverse engineering from that. But until we get to that state, until we feel that state, because some people aren't in that at all. Like just when, when we were talking about what about those people who are who are not in a good place, who are having difficult times? It's like, look at it. Look at what you are. You are a creator. Like, that's what we are. We are creators. We're creators of ideas. We're creators of ins- inspiration. Everything that we do has a ripple effect. Like, everything. Right. So we're so right. immensely powerful I think people don't give themselves enough credit. I really don't. Like, it's just like, but this, like, what are you talking about? You can think. You have the ability to create. You have the ability to be a critical thinker and figure it out. Like, you can figure anything out. If you want it bad enough, you can figure it out. Like, I'm getting myself fired up talking about it because I don't want people to play small. That's the problem. They... They play too small. And I hope I don't scare any of those people away because I'm one of those people who will actually go to the level that a person needs to go to. I get that. Some people, they just need to play big enough. I 100% get that. 
And it's like, all right, well, I lost 10. So, so maybe I can do 20. Oh crap. Maybe I can do 40. I went from a kid who wanted to just lose weight to an adult who wants to impact the world. It's a process. That's what life is. It's a process. It's definitely, it's, it's a process and, and even don't, I mean, keep in mind too, I mean, you can still, you can still have that very, very big goal. I know we've been talking about weight. The weights has been the kind of the, the main example, but you can have that 50 or a hundred pound goal, but taking those 10 pounds every so often steps to get there. No one's going to lose weight quickly, but you can still have that goal in mind and not, and, and not cushion your, your blow by saying, you know, I want to lose 10. Say you want to lose 50. It, it's, it's so hard to say, I don't know why it, and I'm like this too. So I'm not, I'm not, I am not trying to say that I am this person that's just so, you know, whatever, but it is so hard for people to say what they really, really want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, I want to improve the life of my family or I want to make X amount of money or I want mm-hmm. to do this or that. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with that is when you don't, when you say it and you don't execute on it, which what you were kind of saying, we, we have so many resources to do what Absolutely. we're doing. It makes it, so it makes it tough. Cause I get it. Sometimes when a person says something, they're worried one that they're going to fa- fail at attempting it. And two, they get judged by other people for saying something and then not being able to, to finish through. And so that, that's the other beautiful part of having a coach is a coach is a support system to hold you accountable and to keep you going and to not judge you and break you down because I get it. People don't want to be judged. It's not a good feeling. Uh, As I've gone through my journey, I have no problem with being judged because it just makes you stronger and makes you care less. Right, right. And and it's different places. Different stages in different places. And it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier about having, you know, breaking down the people in your life into thirds. Because if you're able to be around those people that are trying to achieve something just like you, Mm-hmm. You don't really have to worry about that judgment because they under they're there too. they're there too they understand the struggle as well and even having a good coach in your on your side they are you yeah. if you're a good coach you already know some if you're talking to a, a client and they're telling you their goals you kind of have an idea and I don't I don't want to speak for you so you can kind of tell me if you agree or disagree but you mm-hmm. already have an idea what some of the pitfalls are going to be so you're already prepared for that and you're prepared to have guardrails or for them to be prepared for those some of those pitfalls Absolutely so I think as a coach it's specific it's imperative that the coach is following their own lessons as well you know they say the the hardest the hardest million dollars is to get to is the first million that you get to and you know if you're if you're hiking up like an insane mountain for instance the first time you go up that hike is probably the hardest time 
But once you have an idea of what to expect and what to feel and what it is, it makes it easier. And then if you're taking someone up that hike, sometimes just letting them know like, yeah, your legs are really going to burn on this part, but don't worry if you, if you keep going, it's that pain's going to go away. Trust me. It makes it feel easier. Like they can do it again. Right. Knowing someone can appreciate what they're going through. It almost, it, it, that mindset, it goes back to that mindset of, okay, I can do this now. He know he knows, he, he, he knows what's going on. I can, I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's, that's, that is so, that's so cool. I think it's a really important, um, I think it's a really important thing for people, regardless of what their goals are, right. To really understand your mindset has to be on point and Absolutely. it's not always going to be on point but if you have a coach it really really helps and uh having someone that can really break down what you're going through i kind of i kind of brought up something earlier and i would love to get your feedback on this um it's something that i'm really uh really really i really enjoy talking about is active listening um mm-hmm. when you're talking with a client and they're saying one thing and you really have to listen to them because sometimes, you know, a client could be talking to like to you about um, whatever they, they want to start a business, right? They want to start a business and they're telling you all these things and you have to cipher through what they're saying and what they really mean. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What has your Absolutely. experience been in that? And, you know, and how do you, how do you work with, um, how do you, how do you do your, your active listening and you'll have you had that experience? So active listening is so important because it's a combination of listening to tonality, listening to where they're at in their life, listening to what barriers they might not even know personally exist. Cause sometimes they might have barriers that they don't even realize that they have. And then you ask them the right question and they're like, oh crap, I am doing that. And it's like, yeah. And, and, and you thank them for being able to respectfully go through that process. Because sometimes right. when we know that we're the cause of our own pain, it's hard. You know, that's hard to accept. But it's also empowering when oh, you can accept really. it because then you can start moving forward. Yeah, I, I think, and especially if it's coming from a good place, like I, what, what mm-hmm. I what I've noticed with a lot of the patients that I that I work with, if they feel that I'm saying something, and it, it may not be something um, that they really want to hear, <laughs> but you know, if if it's coming from a good place, because as you know, people will kind of beat around the bush. Yeah, you know, they're they're trying to tell you what they really want to say, but they don't. They know they're going to get some kind of negative response or they feel it's going to be negative, but they know it's coming from a good place. Um, it kind of it, it can be an eye opener. It's like, you know what? I'm I'm not taking this seriously. I need, I need to step it up. You know, in uh, w- one thing that I get a lot is somebody would be telling me something. And then as they're talking, I already know 
you're not telling me the whole truth. Like I, I can kind of, I can kind of feel it. Like okay, and then I'll say, well, it sounds like this is what's really going on. And they're like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, hey, you know, and so well, that's cool. Then let's talk about that because this is supposed to be. I'm supposed to be helping you and you can't really help somebody that if they're not going to fully tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's one of those things where I specifically speak on giving them their power back and letting them know, like, look, you're creating your reality right now. You are creating this thing. So what are we going to do with your creation and how big do you want to make this? How empowered do you want to be? Right. And when people get really good and honest with themselves and say, you know what? I can do that. I can become this thing. I can take these actions. It's, it's scary when, because people aren't like, they don't wake up saying, you know what? I think I'm going to go lie to Corey and Cliff today. <laughs> they're not, they're not thinking, they don't have malice intent. It's just, it's practiced habits. That's what it is. And yep, so if you have the habit exactly. of always hiding from the truth and hiding from what you need to say and hiding from your responsibility, your responsibility to be great, to experience everything there is to experience in this world, to have perfect relationships that work for you, to have your wealth, to have your health, to have all of that. It's, it's like, it's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. You know, like even this happened before I had my kid, but even having my kid, it reminds you that everything you do is bigger than you it's it's part you're part of it you're part of the dance but the dance is bigger than you and when you do it that way everyone gets infused and empowered from it like everyone's better because of it because of the part you played in in the dance man clifford you touched on something that is so important i i was listening to um an interview and it was a guy talking about, you know, your, your, your gift is, I'm just talking like Clifford. Clifford's gift is motivational speaker, transformational coach, improving lives, right? Well, mm-hmm. there are going to be times where that may be hard. You wake up, you, you might wake up one day and like, man, I ain't trying to motivate nobody today. <laughs> it's just, but what he said was, it's not your choice to make it is it's your gift for other people not for you now the the you may reap the benefits of that gift as far as financially and things of that nature but your mm-hmm. your gift is to be given to other people so regardless of how you're feeling about it you have to give it to other people Absolutely. one way or another you know and and that was that was so that was so eye-opening and important to me to understand that there are going to be times as a coach that you may not be feeling like it. <laughs> I don't feel mm-hmm. like coaching nobody today, you know, but yeah. 
my my gift is to give to people. So I, I have to I have to just kind of you know suck it up, Buttercup, and and do what I can to improve other people's lives. That you know that leads to my next question, Clifford. Is we talked a lot about mindset. What are some mm-hmm. other ingredients that you think that are necessary um, to transform someone's life outside of their mindset? So I I think mindset's everything, and this is why. Like mindset encompasses taking action, having faith, taking responsibility. It's it's like it's everything. And so some people have this belief that the physical is separate from the mental. No, they go hand in hand. And so mindset is who you are. Like who are you right. going to show up? What actions are you going to take? How passionate are you going to be? What are you going to do? Right. You take care of that mindset. Everything else follows. We get to see just how damn strong we can be. There's, um, there's a guy, David Goggins. And he talks about David Goggins. Yeah. Doing something that sucks every day, doing something that sucks. And so I do things that suck because I don't like cold showers. I don't know. I do my breath holds, I do my Wim Hof breath holds, you know, I do my meditation and I do the things that I need to do. So when life happens, because it will, you're not only strong, you're stronger than whatever situation that's going to be presented in front of you. Because life's going to happen to you regardless. Like, life, it's just going to happen. There's going to be good times. There's going to be bad times. Yep. There's going to be sucky times. There's going to be hard times. There's going to be all those times and you can choose to be prepared or you can choose to be reactive. Right. And no one ever wants to be reactive. That's just not a great position to be into. No, but a lot of people are. That's where it kind of sucks. That that's That's what kind of sucks. yeah, Yeah. Even me talking about being a personal trainer, like my whole thing was, I don't want to see you die an early death. I don't want you, I don't want to see a person not be able to play with their kids because they have bad knees or ankles or their obesity is causing diabetes or any of that stuff. Like, why? Like, my thing is, why? You don't know it doesn't have to be that way. And that's what right. it, it turns into. Yeah, no one wants to be reactive. But a lot of people are. And that's okay because at least we have a message right now. And the message is you can be proactive in your life. You can choose to take action in your life today. Yeah, that, and, and I'm glad you said that specifically. Today, you don't have to wait until New Year's or Monday or after Memorial Day, do it now. You know, start start now and you get the ball rolling. You can start whenever you want. It's so funny how people want to start on a specific day or, you know, I'm, I'm going to do it next week because this week I got X, Y, and Z. Just do it now. Just do it now. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. So going back to big thinking, just start. Like if I had someone who I haven't worked out a day in my life, okay, one squat. One light walk, something, some sort of movement. 
Someone comes into right. transformational yep. coaching. I've never done anything good in my life. What are you talking about? You just gave me an entire sentence of something that, like, I don't think we realize how magnificent we are sometimes. And that's where the insight comes into play. The fact that me and you are sitting here even having a discussion, right? Entire library books are filled with 26 letters. 26 letters. Books, mm. libraries, yeah. filled. And so, so we look at these things and say, yeah, but everyone can do that. And it's like, but not everyone can do it in your specific way. You are unique. Not everyone can have your specific voice, your specific thoughts, your specific dreams. Right, right. And taking that, taking that individuality and that, and that your own personal experience and in, in creating a better version of yourself and a better life. Yes. Cool. Clifford, at this point in the, in the, uh, in the podcast, I give, you've given so much already. I tell you, I know I say, I probably say this every podcast because I speak to a lot of great people who have a lot of great insight on different aspects of coaching and, and different things like that. But mm -hmm. there was a whole lot of jewelry in this one, but what is, you know, a specific smart goal for the, the listeners um, that are enjoying the smart talk podcast today? What is something that you want to give to them um, to take into their next week? So people don't fail to plan. They plan to fail or they don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. And so get really clear on what it is you want in your life. And then start with a SMART goal, which is specific, measurable, obtainable, relevant, and give it a timeline. Sometimes, just how we were talking about start today, we give ourselves this goal, but we're just like, oh, I'll get there when I get there or whenever it happens. Like, no, don't do whenever it happens. Circle something. Give yourself a date. And go make it a reality. Amen to that, man. Well, hey, Clifford, again, thank you for being on the Smart Talk podcast. Where can the people reach you at? If someone wants a transformational coach, how can they get in contact with you, man? Yeah, so my whole thing is the no like and trust factor. So I can give you my email and all that information, my messenger, and I know no one's going to respond because they're going to be a little bit nervous and a little bit intimidated. Going like, this guy's yelling at me, telling me how great I can be. <laughs> so, so I got everyone's back. I got everyone's back. I have my own personal Facebook group. It's called Awaken the Greatness Within. And so go to that Facebook group, and that way you kind of get a feel of who Clifford Starks is and if I'd be a good fit for you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Clifford Stark, again, Starks, again, thank you for being on the Smart Talk podcast. Everyone, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.